0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's movie blog. I am The Critic, who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this morning? Hello, happy, happy Prime Day to any Prime members out there. Uh, You will see Heimdall will be posting links throughout the chat. If you wish to get your hands on some stuff this Amazon Prime Day, and you also want to support the channel, please click on those links. Again, if you're already planning on buying stuff, if you use my affiliate link, I do get a little kickback from that, so that's one way to help without paying anything extra. I would appreciate that. Also, if you are interested in getting any cool text, Stuff, there are a lot of things on sale today, including the Amazon Fire Stick. The regular version is only fifteen dollars. So for any 1080p TV, it'll work. 1080p, 720p uh, TV, it'll work. Fifteen dollars. So if you want to watch movies and TV shows, allegedly, of course, that's one way to get yourself started with that. And also, if you have a 4K TV and are more into high depth stuff, the 4K Fire Stick TV is actually available now for twenty-five dollars, which is very, very exciting. And also, I plan on giving away my own Fire Stick, so I'm going to wipe it with all the stuff because obviously my information's on. This. But I plan on giving that away over the next couple of days when I get my new Fire Stick TV because $25 for a 4K upgrade is pretty damn good and I'm very, very excited to get it since it's supposed to be a lot faster. But how is everyone doing this morning? Howdy, 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 howdy. We got Mr. Peabody in here. We got Lando Calrissian. We got Howland 3000 Woof, woof, what's going on, bruv? We got Markrell here as well. Ounce Sparks, Isabel Brokaw. What's going on? Hamlet's tragedy, eighty nine. What's going on? What's going on? Dean Heiss is here. What's going on, bruvs, How is it going, Mister Peabody's up over on the D Lives. What's going on, my D Lives peep? Uh, 7 goes woke on this happy prime day indeed. And I already had one person leave a comment. A troll already left a comment saying, "Why are why are you so uh why why are you so uh why are you such a fragile white male?" No, I'm not a fragile white male. I'm looking at this casting and I'm thinking to myself, this is just stupid. This is identity politics to the T. This is them, instead of creating a brand new character or brand new designation and making a badass character, they're trying to appropriate, (laughs) using their terms, appropriate a character that has always been traditionally a male and now turning it into a female character. And I think that that's a wrong mistake. And some people people in the comments of the last video I made yesterday, which has actually done very well, as far as views are concerned, have tried to go on this tangent of saying, oh, well, it's not James Bond, it's just 07. Well, 007 and James Bond have been connected from the very beginning. They've always been connected. James Bond has always been 07. 07 has always been James Bond. I don't care if 07 is a designation. I don't care if 007 could potentially be other people because obviously the, the whole franchise has shown that it can be different people over, you know, the course of its history. Obviously, I'm not a huge uh, I don't have huge knowledge on the James Bond franchise, as some other people might do, because most of my knowledge of it comes from more modern takes. But even just more modern takes, starting with Pierce Brosnan, I know well enough that 007 has always been a British male, and that has always been the standard definition of what he is. And I think it's ridiculous that now Hollywood is going into every single major franchise and trying to gender-swap certain characters and gender-swap certain roles. If they had just come out and said that she's going to play an awesome agent and a new designation will be released, that would be cool. And that could be cool. That could potentially be awesome. Now, obviously, I think that the reason why they did the casting is because they wanted to be woke. But at least then I could be like, okay, let's just wait and see what's going to happen. But this, revealing this early before the Bond 25 film even has a freaking name at this point, is them trying to virtue signal, is them trying to you know get those woke points, and basically driving away the core of their audience because I already know several people in my life who are gigantic James Bond fans. They heard about this news and said, "Oh, I'm not seeing it." So you just lost a huge segment of the people that would go to see your movie in the first place. Now, I think they're going to play some damage control and try and say, "Oh, well, it's not, you know, it's not what you think and let me try to explain it and justify it." But at this point in time, the news is already broke, the headlines already come out. 007 becomes Black Woman. That's already going to lose a lot of people. And it's mostly going to be because of the fact that you just have a female 007, which does not work. It does not work within the history of the fr- of the context of the franchise. But anyway, what's going on, everybody? Phonemo, what's going on, bruv? Bot, what's going on? How is it going over on the D Lives, peeps? Uh, let's see, Scott Carnell, what's going on, bruv? What is going on? Percy P says, yeah, because Sean Bean was 006. Exactly, they could easily have other number designations. They could have said she'll be the first 004 agent or the next uh, 008 agent. They could have given her any other number designation. But the reason why they gave her 007 is because they knew it would be a headline. They knew that people would start talking about their movie. And they knew that because of the backlash, especially with the recent announcement of Little Mermaid's casting, they knew that they would be able to run with it in their media friends. Because we all know that the media and the giant tech companies are all in bed with each other. We knew that they, what they were going to do is that they were going to go after every single person saying, oh my gosh, look at all these racists complaining. Look at all these sexist complaining when obviously these people aren't actually listening to the points that we're making because the points that we're making actually do make logical sense. They'd rather just write us all off as racist and sexist or any type of issue you want to think of because they don't want to have an actual logical discussion. That is basically what's going on here. And it's really getting so damn frustrating that they can't just make new awesome characters. Why can't they just make new original characters? Why do they have to constantly go into these franchises and try to woke them? People don't like that. Ghostbusters 2016 was a great example of that because it went completely woke. There was no justification for the story. In fact, the story suffered because the only driving force of the film was, oh my gosh, you get to see the Ghostbusters as women. That's not a good enough reason to make a movie. And for this one, it's like, oh, well, we're making 007 a black woman. Why? Oh, because we can. And it's about time, as some articles have been saying. Okay, that's not a good enough reason. That is not a good enough reason, especially since in that same article that came released, uh, that same leak that came released, it was noted that James Bond is going to try to essentially sleep with her and get turned down. So now I can see already what's going to happen here, is that they're going to set up James Bond as being the sexual deviant, which obviously he's always been a sexual person, and that's been a part of his history for a long time, but now they're going to try and make it the hashtag MeToo era appropriate and really show that he is an inappropriate person, that he is a toxic person, that he represents toxic masculinity. The fact that they brought on Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who did the voice of... Uh, Uh, L-337, which was one of the greatest deaths of all time in Star Wars because everyone clapped in the theater when that character died because she was so damn annoying. The fact that she's been brought on to write and to have it be a part of the Me Too era shows me very clearly that this is all a part of their plan to make yet another franchise woke. And I don't know how many failed franchises and how many failed attempts and how many failed reboots it's going to take before they realize that people don't want it. And that just because people reject it does not make them racist, does not make them sexist. These are very silly terms being thrown around, thrown around way too easily these days because people feel, seem to have forgotten exactly what those terms actually mean in the first place. And it's getting absolutely ridiculous. Alright, getting back to y'all's chats. Um, let's see, uh, Grandmaster Yoda says good evening Odin, well good evening to you guys or good morning to everyone who's uh, around my time says it's clear backlash, don't work on wokeness so it's time to force them to best uh, to bed by, send clothes to bankrupt they will be insane if they not turn away that moment Grandmaster Yoda man, you you need to get those words together because sometimes I just don't understand what you're talking about <laughs> I know it's hard. I know it's hard translating. Uh, but maybe try and make the sentences smaller so that way they're easier to digest and maybe easier to translate as well. Also, I do have a donation that I need to shout out that was donated when we were off air. So a huge shout-out to Reed Palancia for the twenty dollars Aussie, Aussie $20 donation. She says, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is putting on its shoes. Charles Spurgeon. So much of the media are biased to a side of politics. It is hard to find the real truth instead of a truth. I agree. Because... We live in an age now where it's all about, this is my truth. This is your truth. No, there is only the truth. There is no my truth, your truth. Truth itself is objective. Truth itself is absolute. Truth does not change. Two plus two is always going to equal four. That is an objective truth that cannot ever change. And I don't want to hear any nonsensical uh, mathematical theories out there. But two plus two will always equal four. There's never going to be a situation where that does not work. In the same way, there are other objective truths. There are moral objective truths, for example, Again. The killing of an innocent person is always going to be morally wrong and should always be treated as such. But also, too, there are other truths that exist out there as well. And I'm so sick and tired of us having a media and tech companies that are all in bed with each other, as I've said before, where they are constantly trying to push this fake news, this fake agenda, and also these fake truths, which aren't truths at all. They're lies or half-truths at best. And it's getting absolutely ridiculous to so, Reed, Thank you so much for that donation. I really do appreciate it. See, Bruce says, I'm not interested in Jane Bond. No one is. Like giant fans of the franchise, the, the you know, you want to know who the biggest portion of their audience is? Middle-aged white men. Do you want to know what's going to turn away middle-aged white men? This casting, which means that the people that would have supported your film are no longer going to support it, meaning your film is going to lose money. That's why I honestly believe that they're either going to double down, in which case, good luck, your film's going to fail, or they're going to back off a little bit and try to help explain certain things, saying, oh, this was a leak and it wasn't true. Here's what's actually going on. Now, of course, it was covered by so many different news media outlets that it's obviously a true rumor. It's obviously a true leak, rather, from from the studio. So obviously it's – oh, my gosh. It's going to be so awful, though. Um, da, 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 da. let's see, Bruce says, will they make Money Penny a man? I mean, I would not be surprised if that's a the direction they decide to go in, because there's a lot of people in speculating that, oh, this is just going to be temporary for the movie, and that down the line, they're still going to recast a man to play James Bond, and maybe the 007 uh, designation is going to change or something to that effect, which still creates a giant mess and is really stupid. But yeah, if they decide to make her the new, I mean, obviously, I don't think she's a strong enough actress to lead a franchise, no one even knows who she is. Now, obviously, someone could have said the same thing about Daniel Craig, but at least Daniel Craig had certain movies that set him up for the role, like Layer Cake. I've never seen it, but everyone says that Layer Cake is the movie that got him the role of James Bond because of just the character he plays in that movie. The only thing I know about this woman, Lashana Lynch, is that she was in Captain Marvel, and she wasn't that great in Captain Marvel, and I don't blame her for that necessarily. It was obviously because of bad writing, but still, what in the hell is justification for her being the new 007? Even if you're going to try and make the argument that 007 is just a designation, If you're trying to say that this woman, this actress, is good enough to be and have established and have connected to her the 007 name and the 007 title, the 007 designation, you still don't win. You still lose because it still doesn't work, and it's ridiculous. So, yeah, if they do decide to go in that direction, I could totally see them making Money Penny a white man, a small white man, and have him just be completely uh, torn down by her. Absolutely. Dean High says, uh, should be like sports and retire the number 007. Yep, I agree. If you're going to bring someone else new, if you're going to have the focus of the movies be on something else, retire the number. Again, retire the name. But they're not going to do that because they want to continue to make these movies and continue to make money. What I'm really hoping happens is that this film bombs, you know, the Bond 25 bombs, and that they say, oh, 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 man, we messed up. Oh, mea culpa, we messed up. Uh, we want you guys back. We're going to, we're going to drop all this identity public stuff and we're going to get you back. Obviously that's going to be very hard to do because it's not as easily forgiving in today's world because we know so much about what goes on behind the scenes. You can't take back what you've already put out there because there's already people now that no matter what new news comes out about this movie franchise, they're already going to be like, Nope, I'm done. Nope. Sorry. Sorry. So sorry. You're I'm done with this and I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all. Not at all. Let's see. Russell Ali says, "Hey, is the DVD sales added to the box office value of money? Because if it was, then to fuss with overcoming Avatar Endgame will easily make it off of DVD and 4K sales. Well, also too. Um, no, it's not. So anything you see on BoxOfficeMojo.com, anytime you hear the numbers or hear the name box office numbers, those are just ticket sales. Those are just money. That's just money from the actual box office sales. DVD and Blu-ray sales don't come out until later." So, in fact, many times it doesn't come out until like months later. So right now on the numbers.com, which is a very good source for following this stuff, they're only up to like June 7th, the week of June 7th, beginning of June. So they're over a month behind. And the reason why, of course, is because it's very hard to keep track of individual sales at all these different places, digital sales as well. And so we don't get official numbers on that until much later. Box office we usually get once a week, but even after a film has been out for a long time, sometimes foreign markets don't get the numbers in nearly as quickly as they may have done in the past when it first came out. But DVD, Blu-ray numbers are totally separate. That's why Alita Battle Angel made $400 million, a little over $400 million at the box office. And I said that it needed to make around $430 million to break even based on the fact that the the Steelbooks have already sold out on most of the stores in the United States. The fact that so many people are buying the 4K and the Blu-ray and the digital HD already before the movie's even been officially released on the 4K tells me that that film's going to easily make $30 million, if not more, back on its investment. But we won't find out for sure until probably August, like end of August. We won't get those numbers for July. So for anyone that's going to be asking me about that, about keeping up with the numbers and how well is Alita selling, I won't be able to tell you raw data. I'll only be able to show you what's going on in stores. So I already plan on going the day it's released to not only pick up my own copies, but also to see do they have extra copies for in-store purchase. Because I, there's a lot of people that want the Steelbook, but it's been sold out online. So I'm wondering if they're going to have extras that they're going to put into the stores and have a limited capacity there. But if not, I can't wait to show the footage of, look, there are no elite Steelbooks. They couldn't even release any. They couldn't even put any on the shelf because everyone bought them. But look at how all the Captain Marvel stuff. And obviously you can see that one has excitement behind it and one does not have any excitement behind it. Also, guys, if you're over on YouTube, if you want to get my attention, please put Odin question, all one word. Just because if you ever streamed, you'll understand. There's just so much chat. There's so much things going on, even on a slower stream like today and this morning. It just gets crazy sometimes, and it's much easier to know that you're trying to actually contact me. Just put Odin question. It pops up orange for me on the screen, and that's how I know. If you're over on DLive, again, hello to my DLive people. I'll be getting yelled in a second. Just put at Odin at the very beginning, and I'll know you're trying to get my attention. Uh, Let's see, Bot, thank you for the Lemon Man. Kim Camp Park, thank you for the Lemon. And Peabody, thank you for that ice cream as well. Uh, Phonema says, make 007 Idris Elba, connect 007 to The Wire. Now, that could be freaking awesome. But Idris Elba has gone on record saying that he would not want to be James Bond because he does not want to be known as the Black James Bond. Like, he knows that that is how the perception would be because he understands how the world works. He understands what the franchise is and what the fans of the franchise want and expect to see, and he does not want to be thrown into that. I mean, what is... Lashana Lynch gonna be known as? Oh, she's the black female James Bond, or she's a black female 007. She's the first ever female 007 agent. That's what she's gonna be known as, and it's just gonna. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I wouldn't want to be that actor. I really wouldn't want to be, because obviously that's gonna cause a lot of backlash. Uh, Peabody says a lot of people are upset because I said I wouldn't do Bond. I told them I'm sorry, but I'm an Aussie. <laughs> well, at least you have standards. At least you have standards, Mister Peabody. Uh, Peabody says two plus two equals a partner swap party. Oh boy. Oh boy. Really, Mr. P- really, Mister Peabody. And, Bot, thank you very much for the lemon, man. I really do appreciate that. All right, what we got going on over on YouTube. Russell Adley says, well, I'm done for it. I'm done for Idris Elba as 007. Yeah, I mean, as I said before, I, if, if I had to choose anyone, if they wanted to go in that direction, if they wanted to go woke, at least choose a great actor who's going to be able to surpass all of the doubts. Idris Elba, I think, is an actor that could do that. But Idris Elba's already gone on record saying that he wouldn't want to do that because he does not want to be known as the Black James Bond. I mean, (laughs) and I totally understand why he wouldn't want to do that. And I know there's a lot of people in the comments, too, on that video that try to say, oh, Idris Elba can't. He's a white male. Realistically speaking, just because traditionally the character's been white, the only stipulation for a 007 agent working within the British government is that they are a British agent. So that's why I'm like, Idris Elba's a British man, so I would be okay with that. Let's see, Russell Ali says, just ask the store managers for the DVD sales of Captain Marvel. Here's the problem Russell Ali. I just because I get the local sales numbers, that means nothing because my local market's not going to be the same as any other market. And I'm not going to be calling all the different Best Buys because guess what? Best Buy is just one of the many places that sell it. you got Walmart, you got Best Buy, you've got uh, what's it? A Target, you have all these different places. Plus, you got online vendors, too. So it's unrealistic, Russell. It's unrealistic to ask for all of those things. Force coach Jeremy, what's going on? Force coach Jeremy says the next bond should be Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston, I think, would be an interesting choice. He might be a little too small for the role. I think, obviously, he could beef up for it, but as far as acting is concerned, I think he could do a pretty good job with it. Uh, Abu Nas is in the chat. What's going on, Abu Nas? How's it going? Good, sir. He says, "Big Odin, I'm definitely gonna get my copy of Alita, and I'm sneaking on here, risking life and limb to say hi and hope things are good for you." Well, Abu Nas, thank you so much, man. I really do appreciate that. I would love to hear your talk and your your, your perspective on this news of the 007 going woke in this way. I would love to hear your talk. You always have an interesting perspective on these things. But thank you so thank you much for dropping uh, for dropping by, man. I really do appreciate that. Also, guys, if you couldn't tell, again, obviously it is Amazon Prime Day. And if you want to support the channel, but maybe you don't have extra currency, extra money to support, or maybe if you don't have time to support um, as far as hours are concerned by watching the streams, go ahead and check out the links in the description of this video, but also Heimdall is posting links throughout as well. And please think about using my amazon affiliate link if you do a lot of amazon shopping if you click on my link first anything that you buy within i think 24 hours or so uh i get a small kickback from and again i don't find out what you buy i don't know anything like that It doesn't cost you anything either so only thing that happens is it shows amazon that people are watching the content and are clicking on the link and are using it to purchase items so it would really help me out a lot if you could do that if again if you're buying it anyway why not use the affiliate link also if you're interested in some prime day deals you can get a 30-day free trial Again, in the links to below, and also Hondel will be posting that link as well. So again, you can get a 30-day Amazon Prime free trial. You don't pay anything until after 30 days. And, of course, you can cancel it after the next <laughs> over the next two days. You can get it for 30 days free, and then you can cancel it. But also, I get, a small, uh, I get a small kickback on that as well. And, again, something that I would really greatly appreciate. But also, you get access to the Amazon Prime deals. And as I mentioned before, right now you can get a Fire Stick for $15. As you guys know, I talk about the Fire Stick all the time. Because I allegedly watch certain things on it. There's ways of downloading certain apps, etc. There's plenty of YouTube tutorials on it. Very easy. You can get a standard one for $15. You can get a 4K stick for about $25. So again, those links are going to be posting as well. And if there's anything that you want to buy, let me know. And I'll create a link for it. And I'd appreciate it. You guys are awesome. I love you guys so much. Uh, Mr. Roy, thank you for the five ice creams, man. I really do appreciate that. Five ice creams. Mmm, that ice cream is so delicious. I love I love me some ice creams, man. Oh, we can see we got Genesis in the chat. What's going on, man? We got Kes again, C in the chat as well. What is going on? Uh, let's see, Razvan, what's going on, man? I see you in the chat as well. Let's see, Abana says, yeah, I may speak on that. And yeah, I love you, brother. And one of these days, invite me to the channel because I need to get you on. <laughs> mine. Hey, man, I would, love to do, I would love to do a stream on your channel, man. Would love to. Just let me know and I will gladly join. I know that there's a lot of channels that I wanted to be able to do streams with. I try to avoid having people on my streams too often just because I like having the personal interaction with people. I like, I like talking with the chats, and it's so hard to do that when you're talking with other people because then the chat just gets backed up, and then it just becomes unrealistic. So that's why I tend to not have people on my own channel that often. I sometimes do, but not very often do I. Uh, but again, Mr. Roy, thank you very much for those five ice creams over on D-Lab, man. I really do appreciate that. Again, guys, if you're on YouTube, please put Odin question all one word, if you're trying to get my attention. And if you were on DLive, just put at Odin at the beginning of your comments if you have a question or if you want to say something. Darth Morrill says, wow, as uh, as a Brit, I'm disgusted. Sony are turning 007 into woke fest." Yeah, I forgot Sony was the one behind that franchise. Man, yeah, it's just ridiculous. It really is. I know a lot of British people are pissed off about it because it's not just a, oh, why, why do you have a problem with a black female? Well, it's not that. It's the fact that they're doing this for a very obvious reason. They're doing this on purpose, just like with the Little Mermaid casting. They're not doing it because that's the best person for the role. Because as we know, there are plenty of people that could be Ariel. There are plenty of people that could be 007. There are plenty of people that could be any of these characters. But the reason why they go in the directions that they go in is because of identity politics. And that's what we're talking about. It's all about trying to social engineer. It's all about trying to push agendas on people. And then when people resist the agendas, to try and paint them to the rest of the people that might accept the agenda, or at least be willing to understand and listen to the agenda... Trying to at least get them to the point of saying, oh, well, if you reject it, then you're a racist. That's where they're trying to go with this, is that if you reject this casting choice, then you're a racist. If you, resist, if you reject this casting choice, you're a sexist. If you didn't like Ghostbusters 2016, well, then you're a sexist. You hated it because you're a sexist and you just don't understand female humor. If you don't think that women are as strong as men, oh, my God, you're a sexist. Because biology can only tell us so much. If you think that, oh, a U15 boys team could beat the women's World Cup soccer team. Oh, wait, that's right. They already did, actually. <laughs> so I'm thinking something that actually already happened. Oh, my God, that makes you a sexist. No, it's because there are biological differences. I focus on things that have objective truth to them. I try and keep that as a focus on this channel and also in my daily to life. I like to stay focused on truth. I don't like to dive into these conspiracy theories. I don't like to dive into this nonsensical thinking from the woke culture. I reject it at all costs. Vinarno Bonfil, thank you very much for subscribing to the channel. And we are like ten subscribers away from eighteen thousand. So if we hit eighteen thousand today, which I think we might, depending on uh, obviously the rate, if the rates continue as they have the last few days, we'll hit it. Uh, now that's the case. We'll do an eighteen k celebration tonight, and I might try and do some giveaways as well. I got plenty of movies to give away that I uh, that I have as well. And obviously, if you're a Patreon or Subscribestar member, I'll be planning to give, do another giveaway starting that today, probably after this stream ends. Darth Moral says, It's funny because Sony owns Ghostbusters too. Oh man, well that makes more sense. If Sony already did it with Ghostbusters, then they would do it again here. What doesn't make sense is, didn't they realize that they lost a crap ton of money in that gamble that they did with Ghostbusters? Because it was a gamble, and it didn't pay off for them. It didn't work out too well for them. And yet, somehow, some way, they're going to make the same mistake again? Okay, good luck with that, Sony. Sony apparently likes to be uh, you know, losing money. Spidey Flash says, is the 007 thing confirmed or rumor? Well, it's been something that was picked up by a lot of different news sites. And so I believe that it's been confirmed now at this point. Let me go ahead and try and look it up. Like, major publications are now picking it up. I'm trying to see. Um, so again, Daily Beast, which is nothing, but it's far from anything conservative or anything like that. Oregon Live: New 007 is black, beautiful, and a woman as upcoming movie shakes up James Bond. So yeah, this is something that's been that's been covered by a lot of people now. And uh, yeah, I don't want to disable ad Blocker. Screw you, Oregon. Screw you. You're crazy. There's a bunch of people up there who are absolutely crazy. Uh, Bond has reportedly retired to Jamaica and his codename reassigned is what the news that we're getting coming out of everything is going on. So the new John. Uh, let me try and see. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Uh, Berlatsky probably doesn't have to worry so much James Bond will be the central character It is, after all, a James Bond movie But Lynch's character is likely to be far more than a glorified bomb girl Fleabag creator <laughs> Phoebe Waller-Bridge That amazing actress, that amazing uh, voice work for L337 Who worked on the script said the Bond franchise has got to evolve And the important thing is that the film treats the women properly Because that's what people want, right? That's why people go to see James Bond films, right? That's why James Bond has been so su- so successful, right? Oh, wait, no, it's been successful, and all of those things have not yet happened, according to you guys. And so why would you change something that has been successful? Oh, wait, that's right, because you don't care, because you would rather push your agenda than actually make a good movie. Oh, that's right, I forgot about that. But yes, uh, it has been confirmed, so it's more than just bounding into comics now at this point. It's something that's been uh, uh, covered by many, 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 many news outlets at this point. Uh, Russell Ali says, Considering everything going woke, war, are the few movies, OT TV shows you're now excited for, Going woke for, are are there are there a few movies or TV shows you're not excited for? Well, I'm in the process of starting uh, The Expanse, which has been a very good show. Again, I t- say this all the time. I'm a huge fan of Gary Neidrotik's channel, and he always gives really good recommendations. So I'm in the process of watching Legion. Legion has been a very, very good show, I would say. I've also been watching Swamp Thing, which has been freaking fantastic. Um, I watched Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol was good for the most part. There were some woke elements to some of the latter episodes, but for the most part, it was a pretty good show, I would say. And the expanse, I mean, I'm about five, six episodes in, and so far I'm really liking it a lot. Uh, Will Gendry says, just saying hi, not going to talk m- too much because I don't want to make others feel like I do. As for Bon, if they made her 006, it'd be fine, but making her 007 is just riding on white man's coattails. And that's the thing, too, is that I would not be surprised if there's people that both hate and love it. Because there's some people that are gonna love it because they say, Oh, look at the optics here. This is wonderful. But on the other side, you'll have people saying, Oh, why are they doing this within a white franchise? You know, because there's people that can never be satisfied as well. I look at it and I say, Of course they're gonna go after this because it's specifically a male franchise. That is something that we can say without any shadow of a doubt is that it's a male franchise. That is something that is very clear. As far as you know, race is concerned, as long as they're from Britain, that's where I go. Like if you're British, okay. That's the only standard that I have. A British male, boom, you're good. But it's been a male franchise since the very beginning, and it's always meant to be a male franchise. If you want to do something different, it's called make your own story. Create your own new character. And if you write it well, people will go see it. Here's the problem. All the new characters that are being developed that have these elements to them, no one's watching. And so, therefore, these woke elements in Hollywood say, oh, no one's watching this stuff, so what can we do? Oh, that's right. We can take very successful franchises and try to change it. Try to, uh, you know, socially engineer something new, something different. You know, do it, like, do it in this way. And then we will get our message out there. The problem is, is that even in big, giant franchises, people still reject it. People still openly reject this nonsense. And so what they're doing is they're taking over very successful franchises, making them go woke, and single-handedly destroying them. I mean, go ahead and look to another great example of this, Doctor Who. Doctor Who said, oh, we're going to make the Doctor a female, even though historically that does not make any sense. Because, oh, the Doctor can be any person. You know, the face can look like anyone, anything. And that was their primary goal was, oh, we're going to have a female Doctor. And then what did they do? They did nothing with it. They did nothing creative with it. They decided to make the entirety of the show, the entirety of the new season, woke as hell. And bring it into every single storyline and story arc. And what happened? People stopped watching. There are now less Doctor Who fans today than there were when you had Peter Capaldi as a doctor. So, (laughs) and some people don't want to hear that. They're saying, oh, that's racist. You know, that's That's sexist. You can't say that. You're saying that women can't be as successful. Um, When you're putting a female into a male role, a traditionally male character, yes, I am saying that. Because people aren't going to want to see James Bond or 007 if it's being played by someone that is not contingent with and consistent with the history of that character. A badass male is... The main criteria for that character. And if you're not going to have that, if you're not going to push that, guess what? You're going to push people away. Give it away, give it away, give it away, give it away now. Uh, Reed Palancey, thank you very much for a $17.58 donation. I really do appreciate That it says, take responsibility for your last bad decision and then let it go. Don't blame others or make excuses for yourself. That is from Deepak Chopra. Too many refuse that they may have misunderstood the public and made a bad product. Good to see your video. Well, Reed, thank you so much for that. I really do appreciate it. And it's true. And again, there's so much truth in that Deepak Chopra comment. Again, I'm going to read that quote one more time. Take responsibility for your last bad action and then let it go. Don't blame others or make excuses for yourself. And that's what's happening. They're making excuses. Oh, the reason why Ghostbusters failed is because there was this crazy sexist contingent on Twitter that was attacking them. And it was a bunch of man babies on Twitter and these, they're, they're sexist and racist, etc. That was their justification. Oh, it failed because of this. It failed because of this. No, it failed because no one wanted a reboot of that franchise in the first place, let alone a reboot that is done completely for woke points. That's why that movie lost money. That's why people don't want that movie. That's why Movies Anywhere, which is a site that I actually really like because it's a great place to collect all your movies together in one place, but it's even why they were giving away Ghostbusters as a free movie if you just signed up your accounts for free. And I have that in my account now, and I wish I could get rid of it because I hate looking at it every single time I scroll down my movies. It's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous, and it sucks. Let's see. Bruce says, Sony must be in play for the long play. Exactly what (laughs) that play is. Who knows? Yeah, who knows at this point? Because if this is a long play, okay, we'll get ready for a lot of just failures. If this is them trying to create another 007 franchise with a female lead, good luck with that. It's going to fail. It's going to fail because... You are taking a franchise and a character that has been consistently one thing and turning it into something different, all for your own woke agenda. And most people are aware of this, and most people are going to reject it, especially the audience that you've had for a long time. Cowboy TD says, We champion Scarjo, saying she can play whoever she wants. If that's the case, then why are why are we upset with 007 and Little Mermaid casting? Cowboy TV says, so I would say this much. Well, for one thing, Scarjo walked back those comments. So let's just let's just be clear here. We champion Scarjo. But she walked back those comments, so I, I'm not. I actually, I actually didn't make a video on it because I knew from her history that she would probably walk it back. And guess what? She did. Oh man, so predictable. She did. She walked back those comments, and so I would say that because anyone should be able to play whoever they want. The reason why we're going after these castings specifically is because of the gen, of the agenda behind the castings. That's the reason why it's a problem. It's not because of the race or gender per se. It's because it's very one sided. And if you don't understand and don't see the one-sidedness of it, then you're blind. You've just not been paying attention to what's going on in our culture. You've not been paying attention to what's going on in movies. The reason why we have a problem with it is because of that. Now, obviously, there are other people that, you know, that focus more time on how it just doesn't make sense within the tradition of the story. And I think that's a valid argument as well. But I would say that the reason why it's causing so much of an uproar and so much of people getting pissed off is because of the agenda behind it, which is very clear at this point. They're not hiding their agendas anymore because most of the people in the media and the tech companies and Hollywood, they all have the same agenda. They're all on the same side. And so why would they want to hide anything? They would have no reason to hide anything. All right, going over to my D-Live people. Mr. B.Y. says, "Uh, Odin, I have an idea of free quality. All makeup is banned. Oops, would that upset some people? That would be awesome. I wish makeup would be upset. I think makeup is something that covers up the beauty of the image of the person. Just gonna be honest. Uh, my wife hates me because I'm always like, uh, oh, don't wear makeup. <laughs> and then when I'm like, oh, you look so beautiful. She says, well, I'm wearing makeup. So do you really mean it? I'm like, well, yeah, because you're beautiful no matter whether you have makeup or not. But I prefer your natural beauty. <laughs> uh, let's see. Bot says, did you, walk Je- did you watch Jessica Jones? You mean the new season? Yes. Oh, my God. It was awful. I just finished and I'm confused about how they ended it. Uh, they do a Kilgrave callback even though he's dead. Actually, now that I think about it, I don't think I finished the series. Maybe I did finish the series. I don't remember. That's how forgettable the season is. It was so bad because season one was okay. But the only reason why it was okay was because you had David Tennant's Kilgrave, which was an awesome bad guy. Season two went woke as F to the point where they said, oh, we only hired female writers. We only hired female directors. And the season sucked. Not because the directors were female, but because their priority was not getting the best director and best writer. But they said, oh, you're a woman and you're a director. Oh, we're just going to put you in there anyway, whether you're a good fit for it or not. And guess what? The series suffered because of it. They went away from that a little bit in Season 3. So Season 3 is better than Season 2. But, I mean, better in the Jessica Jones franchise is all relative at this point. It's so bad. Darkstar57, what's going on, Darkstar? Says, who do you think will be the next woke victim? Oh, man. Well, I mean, we already have Indiana Jones 5 filming. So I think that that easily could have woke elements to it. So I would say Indiana Jones might very well be the next, uh, the next major character. See, Ayuki Ayuki good boy. Thank you for the follow. How's it going? And yes, I am a YouTuber. That is indeed a true statement. I'm a YouTuber who also likes to stream on DLive because DLive has some pretty cool stuff. Uh, Hound2000 says, The Expanse is a good one. Yes, I've liked it so far. Genesis says, Watched Good Omens yet? I've watched the first few episodes. Never got into it. It was just very weird. It was very weird, and it wasn't the good kind of weird. At least, not my kind of good kind of weird. Nickel Noodles, what's going on, bruv? How is it going, Nickel Noodles? Hope you are doing well. Good, sir. Uh, Mikey Martinez says, I've been out west for 10 days. Idaho Falls and Elko, Nevada. Now, today, I'm going home to Knoxville, Tennessee. I only have three weeks left of summer since school starts early in Tennessee. Oh, Mikey Martinez, man. Well, enjoy your summer, man. Yeah, my wife actually just moved up to Tennessee, so I'm actually alone in the house for a couple weeks, which makes me very sad. I miss my wife. But I got my puppies with me. I got my hounds. Uh, but she, of course, misses them as well. Um, but I have a orientation on the 25th up in Tennessee. And then I have my first meeting starting on the 31st. So, yeah, we start early too. But it makes sense because 31st is a Wednesday, actually. And that means that August 1st and 2nd are Thursday and Friday of that week. And so instead of delaying it by a week, they start then. And then they can start school at a normal time. But, yeah, it is kind of it is kind of weird for me as well. Let's see, uh, Zacky what's going on, dude, says... They're not pushing an agenda. They're monetizing a trend, and Captain Marvel proves this. She was supposed to be a man. Conservatives aren't monetizable enough to be paying her to, sadly. Well, it's not even that, though. If you just make a good movie, it's gonna make money. The reason why... Let's just be honest, Metal. The reason why Captain Marvel made money is for two major reasons. One, they connected to Endgame. Endgame is going to possibly be the highest grossing film of all time, before adjusting for inflation, of course. Two, they made that movie available in almost as many theaters as possible. The only movie that had more screenings, as far as Marvel is concerned, the only movie that had more screenings than Captain Marvel was Infinity War at that point in time, in that point in history. So they put it in as many theaters as possible. Before they even knew it would be a success, they put it in as many theaters as possible. And then they had it in as many 3D showings as possible. What does that do? It increases the average ticket price. So even if you have half-empty theaters, which many people reported, by the way, half-empty theaters. What you have is because you have a higher than average ticket price and because it's available in almost as many theaters as Infinity War, it means that it's going to automatically make more money than a standard film. Great example. If a movie is available in 100 theaters, do you think it's going to make more or less than a movie that's in 3,000 theaters? There's going to be a giant discrepancy between those two. Why? Because it's more widely available. There's more show times. It means that when someone goes to the theater, because this happened a lot when I worked at a theater, they don't know what they want to watch. A lot of times, I would say it's almost 50-50. People have no idea what they're going to see before they go to the theater. And they just look at the board and they say, oh, what do I want to see today? Oh, what just came out? Oh, Captain Marvel just came out. What is that? It's a Marvel film. Oh, I like Marvel. Let me go see that. A lot of these people don't even watch trailers. They have no no knowledge of these things. And so that's the reason why it made a billion dollars. Now, if you think that Captain Marvel 2 is going to do as well, <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck, because what do the reviews say? Audience and critic ratings, mixed at best. Many people hated it. Some people, very few people loved it. Most people were like, meh, I have no need to see this again. It was okay. It's set up for endgame, and that makes me happy. So, <laughs> let's, just, let's just be honest with ourselves here. That's the reason why I did well. It's not because of pandering. It's because these films are put in a certain place for a certain reason. That's the reason why any film released in January is normally a film that does not have a lot of confidence behind it because a lot of people don't see movies in January. Let's see, Aricot Gaming. 2019 is the year that we are proved wrong that corporations care about profit. For some reason, they just want to go woke and are willing to go broke for that. Aricot Gaming, you're absolutely right, man. You're absolutely right. And the reason why is because they think that, oh, this time will be different. Oh, well, this time we're going to do this and it's going to be different. Or we're going to choose this franchise this time and it's going to make a difference. And until they stop making money, that's why, that's why I've called for a full out boycott of Disney. Because until these companies start losing money, they're not going to listen. But imagine if just like 100,000 people, which really isn't all that much when you think about it. Imagine if 100,000 people that used to go support Disney movies all of a sudden stopped. Multiply that by 10, you're talking about lots of money that is no longer going into Disney's pocket. Imagine if it's more than that though, which I honestly think that you could get a more, even more than 100,000 people to say, all right, I'm done with Disney. That could make a huge impact. The problem is, is that people don't have the conviction anymore to do those types of things. Let's see, Bad Wolf ah, Ops, so what's going on, man? Says, what do you think about Captain Marvel DVD not selling well? Well, the DVD is actually selling very well. It's the Blu-ray and 4Ks that aren't selling nearly as well. The DVD is selling well because it's the cheapest option. And in fact, D- <laughs> you want to know where Captain Marvel's doing the best? On torrent sites, on streaming sites, where you get to watch things for free on a Fire Stick TV, allegedly, of course. That's where it's doing the best. We honestly don't know what the numbers are until like the next few weeks when those official numbers come out. And it's gonna be high because it's a Marvel film. They have it, I mean, as you can see, they have plenty of copies still available. So it's not because of the availability. And it's the same mindset behind why theaters do that, th- you know, why, st- why studios buy so many theaters. Because if you have it more readily available, more eyes are on it, more people are likely to see it. Same thing with Best Buy or Walmart. If you have all these copies on show, More people get their eyes on it, meaning more people are likely to buy it at some point. Because you have some people that are completionists, you have some people that are collectors, you have some people who do these things. But the thing I pointed out with my local Best Buy is that collectors are obviously not going gaga for this film because you still have steelbooks. The collectible rare edition steelbooks are still widely available at almost every single Best Buy around the country. I've had many people from all across the country showing me videos and showing me pictures of their local Best Buys, and they still have these steelbooks available, which means that people aren't buying them. Uh see, Jeremy says, Hail, good morning, my good man. Good morning to you, Amir Jeremy. And the reason why it's not doing well is because it wasn't a good movie. It, objectively speaking, it was not a good movie. It was not a strong movie. Even people that said it was okay said, Oh, it was okay, but I don't need to see it again, and I don't plan on buying it. That's why I can't wait for those initial numbers to come out, because guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to compare them to the initial numbers for any other Marvel film. And what I honestly think, and obviously I need to prove it first, but what I honestly think is going to happen is you're going to see this movie is going to have sold so many less copies than other previous Marvel franchise films. And I think that that, to me, will be the biggest argument of all. But, of course, we can't do anything until we actually get those numbers, which is going to be a while, unfortunately. Um, let us see what we got over here. Let us see what we got over here. Um, back over to the D-Lives. Um, Darkstar57, thank you very much for being a subscriber over on D-Live. You are my first sub, man congratulations. I need to start uh, prepping up the sub stuff. Um, but as you can see, now you are captain, Darkstar57. You are a captain in my army, good sir. So thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. Rowdy Souls! What's going on, Rowdy Souls? How is it going? p says, so Freya has started already. Her. Today was her first day of work. So she went up yesterday. Today was her first day of work. Have not gotten any word back from her about how that day is going, but please keep her in, her pray- keep your, keep her in your prayers because she is starting a new job. I think she's going to do great and she's going to be fine, but it's a new job. Uh, So I know that she's probably going to be nervous about it. Nonetheless, Ratty Soul says, I guess I'm weird. I'm always go to the movie theater without a plan and movie in mind. No, Ratty, You're not weird. As I said, many people do that. I used to work at an AMC. I used to work in the box office and you would be surprised how many people did that, especially during the week. I had people come up to me saying, what's good. (laughs) What's a good movie right now. And I would be like, Oh, go see this. And that was one of the few ways I was able to give more uh, independent films that I really liked more attention. You know, but sometimes they wouldn't even listen. Sometimes they would be like, oh, I don't know about that. Is there a Marvel film right now? Oh, yeah, sure. There is. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, what is it? Oh, I'll get a ticket for that. (laughs) Like sometimes they just want to see the biggest, newest film on the screen. You know, that's just what they do. That's just what they do for some reason. It doesn't make any sense. Um, let's see. Mr Peabody says, "I know you see them." Shout out to old and new peeps. Absolutely, Peabody, I always, I always shout out as many people as I can. And the reason why I saw Rowdy Soul's comment was because uh, he's a he's one of my fellow verified partners over here on D Live. So I hope you're doing fine, good sir. Thank you for that follow. Uh, let's see, let's see D D 18 ever one two three. Thank you for the follow. Uh, bot, thank you for the lemon as well. Peabody says, "Have you ever seen the champ?" No, I have never seen the champ. Tell me more. Tell me more. Let's see. Smooth Jam California. Is that where I am right now? Yes. Yeah. Smoo Jam California over on YouTube says, They mur- they murdered Bond. They've murdered Bond. Can't take this franchise seriously anymore. We're so far removed from the golden age that was the Bros- uh, the Brosnan years. To quote Austin Powers, she's a man, baby. Oh, that's just mean. I w- I'm not going to be mean to her. I'm not going to go after her. I'm not going to do personal attacks against her. Because she could be a very cool, sweet person for all I know. All I can say is that she's not the greatest actor based on the one movie I saw her in. Which is I think the only big movie she's actually been in, which is Captain Marvel. So I can speak to that at the the very least. Uh, But when it comes to the franchise overall, I would say if Brosnan is your golden years, I don't think that you understand the full history and the full rich history of James Bond. Even I, I I've not seen the classic James Bond films, but Brosnan had one good film called GoldenEye 007, and it created the best video game of all time, GoldenEye 007 on the N64. I can stand by that. But if you're going to say that the other films Brosnan did were good, I don't know. Surfing on the Tsunami, not a really good movie. Not a really good plot point. Kind of woke. Or not woke. Kind of broke. (laughs) Kind of not a good thing. So now I would disagree with you heavily on that. I say Casino Royale kicks any Brosnan movie in the ass. Casino Royale might be one of the best films, like film films, let alone James Bond films, made in the last 20 years. So, yeah, I would strongly disagree with you there, man. Uh, let's see. Russell Ali says, uh, Yo, man, what's your thoughts about storming Area 51 in a Naruto style and overwhelming the guards so we could see them aliens as much as it's a joke? I bet some would definitely show up. I think people are going to show up. You know, I think 500,000 people had signed up to the petition or signed up for the event. Now, obviously, if you sign up for something, it doesn't mean you're going to do it. But out of that 500,000, I would guarantee there's at least 1,000 people, if not more, that are probably crazy enough to do it. So I hope they don't, because I don't want anyone getting shot for being an idiot. <laughs> that would not be a good thing. That would not be a good thing, my sir. That would not be a good thing at all. Uh, Mirror Jeremy says, read this comment above. All right, so uh, so since we are talking about who will, fa- who will fall victim to SJW wokeness, it makes me think about the franchise, about what franchise was the first to fall victim. Yeah, I haven't studied it as much to know which was the first, but I think the one that kind of like was the, the bullet across the Bowery, I guess you could say, would be Ghostbusters 2016. I think that Ghost. I think 2016 in general is a great starting year for the mega wokeness. I think wokeness exists long before 2016 for sure, but I think the mega wokeness that we see now with uh you know uh, TDS, you know Trump Trump Derangement Syndrome. I think we can totally connect those two events for sure. Michael Martinez says, "What are your expectations for Comic Con 2019?" I'm not going to Comic Con 2019. Um, my expectations are, I can't wait to see the coverage by Nerdrotic. I can't wait to see the. I can't wait to see the coverage. Um, done by everyone else that's going to the event. I think Jeremy's going to the event as well. And um, I'm excited for Orville news. I will say that much. I think uh, Orville and Expanse are the two panels that I want to know the most about because I want to know release dates. I am generally interested in the Marvel uh, calendar release because apparently they're going to announce the films they're doing for the next like five years, I think, for the next phase. And I'm interested because that, to me, is going to be a clear indication of what direction the MCU is going in. And if we see Captain Marvel too, or if we hear Captain Marvel is going to be in all these films, etc., if we hear, oh, she's the new leader, if we see Brie Larson showing up at that event and giving a speech, etc., which I don't know if she will. I don't think she's going to be well-received, but, I mean, what can I know? I know that if Gary's in that panel, he's going to boo her. I know Jeremy's going to boo her. I know that any person that's a part of the Phantom Menace is going to boo her if she were to come out as well. So maybe they're going to try and avoid that optic as much as possible. But, yeah, that's what I'm most intrigued by because I think that's what's going to tell us most about what's going to happen with the future of the MCU. Uh, of California says, Captain Marvel was the crappiest film I've ever seen. Can't wait till the sequel comes out and bombs. It will shut them out once and for all. Then hopefully we get As Guardians of the Galaxy. As Guardians of the Galaxy looks like it potentially could be fun. But as I said, you know, I'm boycotting Disney until further notice because I'm just tired of their nonsense. I'm tired of their crap. And I'm tired of them, you know, playing this identity politics game. Um, that all being said, I think that Captain Marvel is not the worst film ever made. There's plenty of films that are, objectively speaking, worse than that film. The room, objectively speaking, is worse. Now, subjectively, I think it's a freaking masterpiece because it's hilarious. I had enjoyed that film so much more. I think most people would, but objectively, there are standards, and I would say that's definitely not the worst film ever made. That being said, though, I do agree that Captain Marvel is not a strong film. It has very bad writing to it, for sure. The acting is subpar, especially Captain Captain Marvel herself, Brie Larson, who acts like a plank of wood the entire time. In fact, that's an insult to planks of wood, and I know that she can act better. I've said that before. I think that she has a lot of talent because I've seen her in Room, and she was really good in the movie Room. But just because you're in, you're good in one movie does not mean that you are this uber talented and going to be great in everything single, every single thing you do. Even some of the greatest actors of all time did bad movies, did bad performances. All right, over to my D Live people over here. Mister Pewpie says the champ I remembered from my childhood sent you trailer on Discord. All right, I'll check that out later. Uh, Captain Darkstar says the first James Bond movie I saw at the drive-in was Thunderball. Nice, dude. Yeah, my dad is a gigantic. James Bond fan. At one point in time, next to his chair in the living room, because every dad has a chair, he had a stack of every, every James Bond DVD ever to be released, up until Skyfall. And I think he also got Spectre as well. But... After this news, because I was talking to my mom, I'm like, "Uh, you might want to tell dad about this because he might want to save his money on this one. I don't think he's buying this one. (laughs) I can say I don't think he's going to the theater to watch this one. I can say he's probably not going to watch this one. And this is a diehard James Bond fan. This is someone who always gets a martini, shaken, not stirred. This is someone that lives James Bond lifestyle. And yeah, if he's not even going to support the film, then good Lord. Good luck with that. Uh Phonemo says, uh, but imagine all the dumb SJW's defenses pieces you can talk uh you can talk about for please uh for phase woke. Oh for sure, Phonemo, that is true. Is that the re- <laughs> of course, that's another reason to be excited, is that that means I have so many more things to talk about. So many more things to talk about. So that's definitely one part of it. Uh bot says, as a plank of wood myself, I'm offended. <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry. Bot, I'm so sorry, man. I'm so sorry you're offended. <laughs> Uh, let see. Will Gendry says, when do your kids have their summer break? From when to when? Because ours haven't broken up yet. Our six-week summer holidays goes from mid-July to start of September. Ooh. Actually, I think that's pretty cool. We have end of May until beginning of August. That is our summer vacation. Uh, Metalheads. Zackie says, Disagree, Odin. Ant-Man and the Wasp was connected to Endgame, but it didn't make a billion dollars. Black Panther and Cap Marvel were very woke and made a billion. It kind of proves pandering them to success. No, not necessarily, because here's the other thing too. Ant-Man and the Wasp came out Post Infinity War, it came out after that very very dramatic event, and it made very clear that that movie took place before the events of Infinity War, and so people were like, "Okay, this isn't going to continue the story. It's just going to tell me about another character." So no, you're 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 actually wrong, Metal, and I hate to say that, man, because I know that you're you're part of this channel, but you are wrong. Because Captain Marvel was connected to Endgame as a way to kind of reveal more about what Endgame is going to be about. Ant-Man did not get that same treatment. Ant-Man and the Wasp did not get that same description. You were not told, you need to see this movie to understand Endgame. You were not told that. The reason why Captain Marvel came out about a month before Endgame was because they were supposed to be intimately linked, even though I think if you skipped Captain Marvel, you would have not missed anything. But that is the big thing they push in the media. They did not do that for Ant-Man and the Wasp. And as I said, Ant-Man and the Wasp came out after Infinity War, and so therefore a lot of people were already kind of in that place of, oh my god, that was so draining. But then also they were told, oh, Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to take place before the events of Infinity War, and it's just going to tell you Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp story. So, no, uh, Metal, you are wrong. <laughs> you know, Black Panther made a lot of money because it did very well in American audiences. It made over $700 million here domestically. So that actually you can that actually you can explain. Black Panther did well because there is a very uh, rich history of the African American community in the United States specifically going out in droves to support these types of movies that they can relate to, that they can connect to. I mean, why do you think Tyler Perry is still making movies? <laughs> I mean, let's just to be honest for a second. Why do you think he's made so much money with all of his films even though they're so just badly made and poorly written? It's because he has a guaranteed audience. It's because he has people that will show up to his films no matter what. Black Panther was the first time for African-Americans in the United States to have on the big screen this kind of hero. At least pushed as much as it was. Obviously, Blade would take that category for sure. Blade was the first to, to easily be able to take that category. But guess what? Most people couldn't see it because it was rated R. So this is the first mainstream hero that they had that they were able to say, oh, my gosh. And so, of course, it made billions of dollars. You know, and that's not just movie that's talking about franchise as well. So metal. Uh, yeah. Uh, in, in the words of uh, Donald Trump, you're wrong. Uh, Heath mentioned what's going on, man, says they had a chance to make a woke female a long time ago when people were asking for a female bond. Yeah, they had the chance and they resisted it because they knew it just would not do very well. Um, da, 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 da. let us see here. Uh Captain Darkstar 57 says, I even bought an Omega Seamaster watch because my love of the Bond movies, boom. And also, if you are a subscriber over on DLive, you don't have to tag me because I see Captain and I will read out anything that says Captain because Captain Darkstar, you're a part of my army, man. And uh oh man, the Omega Seamaster. So I don't I don't know what that is because as I said, I don't have a rich history of the older films, but that's interesting. Uh P-Mai says, that's the other problem I had with playing Bong. I'll have a beer, but don't uh but oh I'll playing Bond. Okay, so so Peabody couldn't couldn't play Bond. Uh, he says I'll have a beer. Don't shake it or stir it, <laughs> please. It would not be good for you or for me. Uh, Rowdy Soul says, are you viewing Restream merge chat or just bouncing back and forth? So basically, I've got two windows up. I've got my Streamlabs OBS that has my YouTube chat, and I've got my DLive chat up here. Restream chat. I've tried to use. But it doesn't. One, it doesn't highlight the way that I like it to highlight, like these other chats do. But also, sometimes it crashes. So I do like Restream, but I, I don't like how the chat chat the, the chat box uh, chat uh, crashes all the time. All right, let us see. Where are we in the chat? Um, Bruce over on YouTube says, "Sorry, but Sean Connery's Bond is the Golden Years." No, and again, having never seen a full Bond movie from the Sean Connery years, I can say that I would say most people. Believe that Sean Connery is their Bond, that he is the quintessential Bond. I would say most Bond enthusiasts would say that. They might like the other movies. That, that, for example, they might like the campiness of Roger Moore a little bit more. They they might even like uh, the other Bonds as well. But Sean Connery is most people's like top. Uh, Bad Wolves Op says what what think about Nick Carter joining the hashtag Little Army? Nick Carter? Nick Carter join the Little Army? That's awesome. That's fantastic. No, I think everyone should join the Alita Army. In fact, again, if you've not bought it yet, it's available on digital right now, but on the 23rd, so in about less than 10 days, about seven days or so, you can buy it on 4K. Um, You can try and get it on Steelbook, though I think it's going to be hard for you to do that because it's sold out in almost every location, at least for Best Buy Steelbooks are concerned. And yeah, I think that it's awesome. I want more people to join. If y'all haven't seen the footage that's been released from that film of Rosa Salazar doing all of her fight sequences, doing all of her fight choreography, and showing that even though her character is CGI, that she was still doing most of the actions on screen. It is freaking awesome, man. It has it brings so much more respect for Rosa and the work she did, and also for the movie as well. And it just makes me love the movie even more so. Smooching on California says, uh, one great Bond film, two good ones, and a misguided fourth, but regardless, Brosnan was the last cool Bond. Craig is too much of a Nancy for my liking. Mads Mickelson was dope, though. And again, I think that as far as uh, Daniel Craig goes, I think that Casino Royale was his tops. I think that was the best movie he ever did. I do like Skyfall a lot, but Casino Royale is just that much better, I would say. And Brosnan, don't get me wrong. Again, I, I love 007. I love GoldenEye. I love that movie. But, uh, yeah, I would say that his other films are not good at all. Um, Grandmaster Asogida says, Star Wars, The Force Awakens was woke start. Kathleen Kennedy said that whoever we play, Rey, it must be a woman. And making female role was the reason she hired Ryan. Woke all the way for sure. No, no, I think that you could say that was a start for... for uh, for Star Wars going woke, but I would imagine that there might even be earlier movies and franchises that you could start to see those elements being brought in. Disney is definitely a bigger franchise for sure. Uh Russell Ali says, uh, "The US Air Force has a strict warning about storming Area 51. If people show up uh, show up get shot, show up and release the aliens, or no one show up, we will it will win because the memes will be wholesome." Well, here's the thing, I as long as no one gets hurt, I'm okay. I don't want anyone getting hurt by that. That is the one thing I am concerned about is I don't I don't want anyone getting hurt. Uh, Will Gentry says, if you want a good laugh at Brie Larson's expense, go watch the trailer for B- uh, Basmati Blues. I've already seen that. I actually saw that months ago, and no one was talking about it, which was hilarious. Uh, she plays the white savior who wants to save all the Indian rice farmers. Yes, I know. Isn't it so funny that she's a giant hypocrite and took a paycheck for that? Because that wasn't that long ago either. I want to say she did that film in, what, 2017? Maybe even 2018? Mir Jeremy says, my summer vacation was July 18th to September 4th. Reasons why I love New York schools. That's right, New York schools do start later. Battle Wolf ops says, what do you think about Captain Marvel fan or Brebots? Well, Brebots are disgusting. Brebots need to be banned on Twitter because some of them are making death threats. Some of them are doing very awful things, illegal things by American standards. Because um, obviously freedom of speech is important. But if you're making death threats against somebody, that is something that you should be prosecuted for. So I think that Brebots are awful. Um, Captain Marvel fans, if you like Captain Marvel, I'm not going to attack you. Again, if you like Captain Marvel, you think it's a good movie, that's your subjective opinion. And the only thing that I ask, the only thing I ask is that you can admit that objectively the writing is not very good. That objectively Brie Larson's performance is wooden. That objectively the story arc that they did with uh, Nick Fury ruined his character. Like, it just is so inconsistent with the character that's been pre-established up to this point. It does not make sense. does not work. But yeah, I don't. I'm not going to attack any person for being a fan. Uh, Darth Moral says, I still haven't seen Captain Plank, and I don't plan on seeing it anytime soon. Don't worry, man, you're not missing anything. You're not. And I'm sure you saw Endgame, too, because guess what? You could have seen Endgame without seeing that movie, and it still would have made sense. Mary Jeremy says, Also, I wanted Idris Elba so damn bad, and this really grinds my gears. Again, I'm the same way. I think that he would have been a great choice, Uh, but again, I stand by Idris Elba saying he doesn't want to do it because he does not want to be labeled as Black James Bond. I think that's a good reason not to do something. Darth says, Can Alchemand 2 survive against the new Star Wars movie? Yeah. If they do it well." Here's the biggest problem going forward with the DC Universe. Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey looks like it's going to be woke as F. It's got the same writer for Bumblebee, and Bumblebee had terrible writing. If anyone liked that movie, again, I respect your opinion, but the writing was complete trash. And so the concern I have with the DC franchise is that if Birds of Prey, which comes out in February, before 1984 Wonder Woman, before Aquaman 2, that could leave a bad enough taste in people's mouths for people to say, oh, boy, okay, DC was going in a good direction with Wonder Woman and also with, uh, you know, Aquaman. Now I don't really know. And, and Shazam, too. Shazam was great. Shazam, not enough people saw Shazam. Shazam was fantastic. But I think that that I think that, that might be um, enough. I think that that might be enough for sure. Uh, but Aquaman 2, I think, has some potential still. I mean, Aquaman was the first uh, DC franchise film to make a billion dollars. It was the first one. And at this rate, though, if Birds of Prey goes woke and if any of their other movies go woke, that's going to be the only DC film to make a billion dollars. All right. Last comment was someone with uh, Dame Judi Dench. What's we got? Yeah. Uh, Aiden Vickery says, Judi Dench played M Bond's boss. How much more of a strong woman in Bond can you get? It's already been done. The new thing is a joke. Aiden Vickery, that's a great point. Oh, it's all about having strong females in the franchise. Okay, M was a strong female character. And everyone was fine with it. No one complained about it. Because Judy Dench is a great actress. She played the role perfectly. And guess what? She was a powerful woman that put him in his place oftentimes. But it wasn't woke. It was a character development. What we have nowadays, though, are people making decisions to go woke instead of actually trying to create good character arcs. Dark Dive says, did you see the trailer for King's Men? No, because the first one was good. The second one was not that good. Like it was, it had moments, but for the most part, it was unnecessary. And I have no desire to see the future of that franchise. Uh, the shadow, what's going on, man? It says even though it wasn't pushed as such, didn't AMW, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, have more to do with Endgame with the uh, quantum realm stuff than Captain Marvel did? Oh, for sure. But they didn't promote it. You're right, shadow. Uh, Thank you for making that point. They didn't push it because obviously they couldn't. Because if they did push it, then people would have been spoiled about what they were going to do. I was one of the only persons, at least in the community that I know of, that was saying, guys, I really honestly think the Quantum Realm is going to come into play in Endgame. And sure enough, it came into play. Not the way I wanted it to. I did not think time travel. I didn't think they'd be stupid enough to do the damn time travel element they did, because, God, it created such a mess, because their version of time travel sucked and didn't make any sense, and they broke their own rules constantly. And again, I've talked constantly about the objective problems that Endgame has, which is the reason why I just didn't like it as a film. But yeah, the quantum realm stuff definitely comes into play a lot more. And so in retrospect, people can go back and say, Oh, I didn't even know this came out because a lot of people didn't see it. <laughs> a lot of people just didn't see it. And why? Because it was not promoted the same way Captain Marvel was. If if Ant Man the Wasp had come out when Captain Marvel came out, like that was the time frame for it, and they made a connection between the two, that film would have made a billion dollars. I'm just saying. You may not like it, but, I mean, let's just be honest. Uh, Bruce, watch Goldfinger. Hey, man, James Bond is at the point where I'm I'm wanting to catch up with those films at some point, for sure. Uh, Dark Detective, how well is Alita doing digitally? It's doing well. It's trending, but we don't get raw numbers. As I said, the numbers.com follows the uh, physical media and digital media. We're not going to get official numbers uh, until a little while later. So it's doing well. It's it's trending. It is trending, but we don't have any official numbers yet. As McCarthy, what's going on, bro? Uh, Dark Detective says, will Disney even greenlight Alita too? I feel like they told they hold a grunge against it. Oh, I think they definitely hold a grudge against it. I think that they hold a grudge against the fan base. Disney's already made it clear that they hate fans. They hate fans. They don't care about what fans think. And so, screw them, right? That's what Disney wants to say. And so, I think that that might be enough for them not to greenlight Alita. The biggest problem with Alita right now is that until we get these official numbers in, we don't know if it's broken even. If it makes $30 million across the digital and physical media platform, and I think it has the potential to make even more than that for sure, I think that you could definitely see a situation where it's just monetarily, you know, feasible and also, you know, a benefit to them to greenlight and make Alita two. However, they, I think, are trying to push a TV series for their Disney streaming service, which I think would be a gigantic, uh, heart, you know, knife in the heart of the Alita franchise. It deserves to be seen on the big screen. It deserves a good budget, and I don't think it's going to happen from Disney at this point. Because Disney, you know, also remember, Alita isn't woke. And so because Alita is a strong female character that is not woke, they will not touch it. And if they do touch it, I'm actually afraid of what they'll do to it. Rickard Targaryen says, Tyler Perry as Medea to Indiana Jones because it's time. Yes, it's time, right? I love, oh my god, that article that, uh, that Nerdratic had, that Gary had up on his channel during uh, the very beginning of the Inquisition yesterday was so, like, awfully bad. Saying, it's about time. Oh, it's about time. We got a, we have a black woman playing 007. It's about time. No. Uh, Mr. Peabody says, I'm not sure if you know that is. Thank you, Mr. Peabody, for letting them know. And, uh, Peabody, can I uh, let me see here. Because I don't have any any uh, mods helping me today. So, Peabody, I might ask you, since DLive seems to be pretty slow today, I might ask you to just be uh, my mod over on the uh, YouTube side of things. Because, uh, because I know you, I love you, and I trust you. Uh, so let me go ahead and just pull this up real quick. And thank you very much. 82 people watching, guys, please smash that like button. It does not cost you a thing. And I appreciate you very, very much so. Um, let's see who here. Where is it? Where is it? Rachel! Rachel! There he is. There he is. All right. Ad moderator. Boom. Peabody, there you go. You get the wrench on YouTube that you so very much deserve. All right, there we go. And while I'm over on this uh, channel right here, let me go ahead and try and see what's going on over on the uh, DLive channel. Uh, Hello, gamer. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and delete and mute that person. Yeah. <laughs> Rowdy Souls. Thank you very much. I, I do like that. Uh, I don't know if you realized that you were quoting Mad Max Fury Road, but... That's bait. Because <laughs> that link was totally bait. Uh, p says, the making of Alita is a much watch, and I cannot wait to watch it. I want to watch it when I get the 4K disc, though. Um, but, oh my god, it looks fantastic. Rowdy uh, of your Souls, I hope you have a good one, man. I uh, have a good day at work, man. Uh, Phonemo says, f effing Hipster Hulk. I had almost forgotten about that, thanks. Oh, no, seriously, Hipster Hulk. Oh my god, can you remember Hipster Hulk and his nonsensical approach to time travel? I do, and I'll never forget says, would you rather rewatch Aquaman or Captain Marvel Aquaman dude Aquaman got a C plus for me Captain Marvel got a C minus and again remember that's combining objective and subjective uh standards for me um but keep in mind that subjectively I enjoyed Aquaman a hell of a lot more I own Aquaman because my wife loved it I own that movie I will never buy Captain Marvel oh my god so my dog river is um I have my feet kind of like this on the ground like on on my toes She has her face just, like, in the middle, resting it, and now she's snoring, and it's the cutest thing ever. (laughs) A snoring puppy is an awesome puppy. Uh, Darth Marvel says, I liked Endgame, but I hated Captain America's ending so much, it made no sense. Lots of things in that movie didn't make sense, which is why I overall don't like the movie. Smoothie of California says, Martin Freeman as Jonathan Kent is uh, in the next Supes reboot. Martin Freeman? As Mr. Kent? Nah, I don't. Mm, I don't like that. I don't like that decision. To be honest, I I love Martin Freeman. I don't see him as Jonathan Kent though. Uh, Mary Jeremy says, "Oh, I didn't know he said that." Open question. Now I respect Idris even more. Yeah, he did. He said that, and I respect him so much more now. Idris Elba is worthy of all the respects in the world. Uh, Alex Garthy says, I'm thinking just like most Bonds, this femme uh, 007 will not survive this movie, and Bond will reinstate it as 007, and then SJWs can't take my Bond, I won't let them. That might be the direction they go, because they know they'll get backlash for it, maybe they didn't realize. I think also that you've seen this happen a lot, more so than usual. They're leaking these things early. I mean, the, the casting for Little Mermaid, very, very early uh, you know very early leaking of that news information James Bond I think that this is a very major plot point that they're releasing and uh, they're leaking very early as well so what I think is the case all right there we go took care of another troll over on d live um, so what I think is the case here is that you're gonna have a situation where they might have to go in that direction of getting her to have to leave the you know leave by death essentially in order to get that to work C. A. Productions, coming to another stream! What's going on, CR Productions? How's it going, man? uh, 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 When do you expect superhero fatigue to kick in? Over the next two years. Over the next two years, I would say, is going to be the most likely chance that you're going to have these things happen. And the reason why is, of course, because uh, Endgame was a endpoint for a lot of people, not just because of the movie, but also because a lot of people said, okay, I already gave 10 years and so much of my money. Uh, I need an endpoint at this point, so I'll let this just be the end at this point. So I think they're going to lose people from that alone, but then I also firmly believe I, you know, I... I, I I, I absolutely firmly believe that that is going to be the case, that it's going to happen over the next couple of years. Uh, Metalhead Zacky says, nope, still right. Ant-Man and the Wasp did not have the incentive for the media to push, unlike Black, uh, Black Panther and Captain Marvel. Movies are set up for Endgame's main plot, and media is actually pushing that. Again, I'm still right, and I understand where you're coming from. I think the media pushing the films definitely helps, for sure, but... The reason why ant Man and the Wasp didn't make money was because it did not get the same type of push. So I don't understand. I feel like you're saying exactly what I'm saying, but you're saying that I'm wrong, but I'm not. So, uh, Mirror Jeremy says about this time two years back, uh, I was not I was not going on any social media, YouTube, or even watch TV commercials because I would not risk seeing any Last Jedi stuff. But now I just don't really care. Hey man, a lot of people are right there with you, man. A lot of people don't care. A lot of people are finding out and want to find out all the spoilers that are going to happen. There was apparently someone on Reddit that was spoiling some of the movie. And I don't know if any of it's true, but if it is, oh man, it looks awful. It looks absolutely awful. Uh, of California says, I'm wondering if Marvel will do another Ant-Man film. The personally, uh, I'm personally on the fence with it. I hated Ant Man the Wasp and would love me some more Paul Rudd. I think he deserves another film. I think they will because it made money. It didn't lose money at the box office. So it still made money, so there's still a financial incentive for them to make it because it was, you know, again, it was still profitable. Now, how long we have to wait is gonna be the big question. I think that by Thursday, Friday, or whenever the panel is gonna be for Marvel, I think that Ant-Man 3 might be on that list. Now, the big question is gonna be what's the title gonna be? What's the main plot gonna be? ant and the Wasp was a fine film with just a bad villain. And, and again, it was because the actress overacted the hell out of the role and it just wasn't very good. And I, I would say that that's the reason why I would not want to really support that film in the future. That being said, um, you know, I'm in that state where I don't want to support the MCU at all anymore. So, uh, Mary Jeremy says, I care if I, Okay, got another one already. Uh, Venom Broly, what's going on, Venom? He says, I didn't watch Endgame for several reasons. Uh, messy time travel being one of them. I don't care to ever watch it ever. And again, you're not going to really miss anything. If Infinity War is your end, that is a perfect ending. That is a perfect ending for you. All right, over on the D lives, uh Bot, thank you very much for that lemon man. I appreciate it. It says, uh Bot, the new Wonder Woman will be the last big success in the comic movie. Uh there's a chance uh Aquaman 2 has some potential as well, but until the DCEU gets on track, it's not going to go anywhere. But also, if the rumors are true that J.J. Abrams might be putting in might be put in charge of the DC universe, ooh, their chances are not looking very good. <laughs> Uh, Matt says, got that one already. Uh Phonemo says, I think it will be Marvel fatigue and starts the downfall of superhero movies. Oh, for sure, Marvel is going to be the reason why. But if DC decides to try and outwoke Marvel, which based on what I'm hearing about Birds of Prey, seems to be what they're trying to do, that's a bad move, and that means Marvel will. I mean, that means DC will never even come close, uh, you know, to catching the success. And I'm not talking about just box office numbers. I'm talking just about, you know, overall success as well. Um, all right. Where are we in the chat? Uh, Nickel Noodle says, if I had the choice to either eliminate all of Will Hollywood or grow a magnificent Odin-esque beard, guess what? There'd be a whole lot of beard wax in this Noodle's future. <laughs> yeah, I don't, want, I don't want anyone to die, Nickel Noodles, obviously. But if I could just make all of them become, you know, actual blue class workers where they actually have to work for a living. Oh, man, that would be something I would do. Uh, the shadow says, tinfoil hat engaged. Could Disney have pushed Alita release to July so it wouldn't compare with Captain Marvel and quarterly sales numbers? Um, I think here's the thing with Alita's release as far as the Blu-ray release. I think the reason why, because one can easily compare the two just on pure numbers alone. I think the reason why is because Alita was the last official full-featured um, Fox product before uh, Disney bought Fox. It was the last one to get a release before that happened. That being said, because Fox was taken over by Disney and because you imagine there had to have been a lot of chaos behind the scenes, a lot of people getting fired, getting shifted around, that the release for Alita got put on the back burner. And I think that's the reason why it took so long is because they were – it was not a priority to them. Uh, Darkest says, never watched Alita, but can you explain what aspect you love the most about it? I just think that it's a very simple story that's told very well and has really great visual effects is I guess the reason why is that it's visual effects done right, it's a story done right as well and the casting to be honest was was just damn near perfect and the story is also just interesting as well. And obviously is it a perfect film? No. I mean obviously it's not a perfect film. There's obviously issues if I really needed to dive deep. I mean objectively I could find issues and flaws with the film, but it's just an entertain it's just a good time. It's a movie that you can it's a world. Here's the thing. The reason why Alita did so well is because it was one of those rare chances in modern-day film world that it was a new world being built, Iron City, that you could escape into without having to worry about being preached. So there was no identity politics in the film. It was just a movie in this awesome, rich world with a great history that I want to learn more about. And that's the reason why it was so successful as far as getting a huge, getting a huge um, fan base. Obviously, you know, you know, box office wise, it was not a huge success. You know, it lost money technically at the box office, but I think it's going to make that up in its uh, post-release run on uh, digital DVD, and Blu-ray, and 4K and Steelbook, etc. However, the reason why I, the reason why I love it so much is because it is just a good story. Is it the best story? No. Is it a good story? Yes. And there aren't enough good stories in Hollywood these days, and that's why I want to support films like that that tell good stories for once. Uh, C. A. Production says, "Hey, where are our Valks? They're working, man." They are working people. They are working people. Uh Russell Ali says, uh, "Read. I read the manga um, Alita. I have to say, it's an it's a hard R uh, with the PG thirteen movie. Certainly, elements of the manga is indeed better, but I don't know which is better. But I recommend you read it again. I'm not much for reading in general, let alone uh, comics and manga. I really wish I could. It's just ADD makes it very hard to focus on those things. Uh, but yeah, I've heard great things about the manga. I've heard that the manga is a is a wonderful is a wonderful source." Uh, Dr. Ted says, what is, why is Soy Campia lying about Galaxy's ed's population? Uh, because he's a shill, man. That's why he's a shill. He's the dude. So, I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, one of the YouTube channels I follow, I-, I tweeted it out, I know, to support the video. Uh, but he covered this that he was watching the John Campia show. I don't know why he was watching it, but I'm sure it was for a moment like this. John Campia apparently got a movie quote sent to him as a super chat that says, um,. That Like, oh, because you're effing stupid, like you effing are or something. It was something from uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which, historically, he has said he loves. So, John Campia says that he loves Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Now, normally when you say you love a movie, you're going to be able to pick up certain quotes from it, especially some of the funniest quotes from that movie. If you have never seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, it's great. It's a Shane Black written film, and it's great. But anyway, so he put the... So, someone sent him that quote because he knew that he liked Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. John Campia, and it's been deleted. He he deleted the footage, but... uh, (laughs) He went off. He went off on a fan of his for giving him money as a super chat and having it be a quote from a movie. And what he did was he went off on him, realized as he was going through it that he messed up because it was a quote from a movie, ended the stream, restarted it, and then moved on like nothing happened. And then when you go back to watch the footage, it blacks out. It, it is edited out. You can't even see that footage anymore. Oh, my God. He is such a shill. He is such a fake and he can't even admit when he's wrong. He can't even admit when he's wrong. This is the same guy that said, oh, yeah, you know, Aquaman's not going to make any money. It's coming out in December. December's one of the best times for a movie to come out, John. Get over yourself. All right. Uh, Will Gendry says, like I said before, Hipster Hulk's approach to time travel would have worked if they stuck to what he said. But they didn't. They threw in other rules that contradicted his rules. Exactly. And it was all because they realized, oh, we've written ourselves into a corner, but this is the end point we want to get to. Oh, so shouldn't we come up with a new version? Nah, the fans won't care. They just want to see the, they just want to see their favorite characters on the screen. They just want to see what's going to happen with their favorite characters on the screen. They're not going to care about the plot making sense. Oh, au contraire. A lot of fans did care, and a lot of fans called them out. And I have still people, to this day, on the Geeks and Gamers channel, whenever I do my box office videos, because I still call out Endgame for not being a good movie, and they are people saying, oh my gosh, just let it go. Why do you keep saying it's a bad movie? It's a good movie. No, it's not. Objectively, the, the, the writing is not good. <laughs> um, let's see what we got over here. Um, pi says, and it's always good to see an underdog, which she was because she had no memory, turn around and kick ass. mister People, you you're right. She was an underdog. Absolutely correct. Good point. Bonemo also says, um, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and The Nice Guys are great movies. We need more movies like that. Oh, Shane Black is a great writer, and I agree. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was fantastic, as also was The Nice Guys. Nice Guys might be one of the best comedies of the last five years, for sure. And I'm not going to slow down, because this is how I talk. If I slow down, it drives me crazy... And I lose my train of thought because I have ADD. And so if I slow down, my thoughts go in a million different directions and I easily lose my place. Conversely, if I speak at the normal speed that I normally talk at, I'm able to stay a lot more on point with the things that I'm trying to say. So good luck with that. Good luck with that. Oh, my goodness. Why are there people talking in the chat? Guys, keep your... Oh, my gosh. That's the one thing that's getting very frustrating about D-Live is just the, the random people. Uh, let's see. Here all the got here. Venom Broly says, Alita movie could have been better for if I didn't own the OAV of G-U- G- Gunham. uh for years. My brain couldn't stop to do a comparison between them. In the movie, they screwed one character a lot. And again, as someone that did not ever read the manga, I never had to worry about it. Uh, Ask McCarthy says, I'm finally on Stranger Things Season 3, by the way. What's the deal with Hopper? He kind of turned into a jerk. Yeah, well... Think about all the things that happened to him last season. I mean, (laughs) uh, CR Production says, I think Ant-Man and the Wasp didn't make a billion because uh, because Marvel didn't say how it would connect to Infinity War. It didn't. No, you're right. They didn't. All they said was it takes place before the events of Infinity War. And so many people said, okay, well, this is where I am right now. I don't care about seeing a movie if it's not going to tell me where it's going. Where conversely with Captain Marvel, they said, oh, this film right here is going to connect with the endgame and it's going to reveal certain things and you need to see it. There's a huge difference. Uh, see, Percy P says Ant Man and the Wasp was released in Europe when the World Cup was on, so half of Europe was watching the footy World Cup soccer. Man, Percy P, that's another good point. So it sounds like there's a lot of reasons why that movie did not make as much money. Alec Muno says, just end the MCU with Thanos getting his head cut off the end. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? Uh, P. says sorry, timed out. The wrong person. I. Th- it seems like both of them were trolls in the first place. So uh, for both of them being taken out, I'm okay with that. Uh, big old beans, big old beans. What's going on, man? <laughs> and uh, Mulala, thank you very much. He says, uh, "What do you think of Spider-Man Two? It's one of the greatest. It's one of the greatest superhero films of all time." However. I hate the ending. The worst shot of that film that makes me cringe every single time, MJ running in the wedding dress. It is so cringeworthy. However, the rest of the movie is pretty damn good. Uh, What Gentry says, MCU Phase 4, Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, Ant-Man 3, Guardians 3, Doctor Strange 2, maybe Spidey 3, shang Long or whatever it's called, and... Uh, and others we don't know yet Uh, The Eternals maybe I think The Eternals is definitely going to be in there and I think that those other movies are probably for sure Uh, Doctor Strange 2 could be good Uh, Bad Wolf Ops says What do you think about the Alita Army? It's awesome Again, it's people that love a movie that love the movie and want to see it succeed and so I'm fully supportive of it Um, Gannison says How are you? What's up Gannison, Alita Troll? What's going on, bruv? How is it going? How is it going? Uh, Peabody, you need to tag Odin Thank you very much for letting them know Mr. Peabody uh, again, says, what did I miss? Oh man, well, we're getting towards the end of the stream. So you just missed our talk about 007, you know, going woke and also about it being Prime Day. And if you want to buy anything on Prime, please consider using my affiliate links listed in the description of the video. Uh, Heimdall has been posting the links as well. And right now you can get a fire stick that you can watch certain movies and TV shows on, allegedly, of course, for 15 bucks. You can get the 4K version for 25 bucks. And if you use my links, it helps me out the channel and you don't have to pay anything extra for it. And I appreciate it nonetheless. Z uh, Production says, "Aquaman won't make money because it comes out in December." Force Awakens two billion, Avatar two point seven billion, The Last Jedi one point three billion, Titanic two point one billion. Are you sure about that, John? Yes, yeah, seriously. He he. Oh my gosh, the fact that he said that, he was like, "Oh, because of the competition in December, etc." And blah, blah. I'm like, nah. it's gonna make money." Uh, Metalhead says, "Odin, why is that Jeremy hates Disney so much and everything about it, yet still goes to Disneyland?" Hey, I can't control him, so he's critical of Disney. But here's the thing, he still loves many aspects of Disney. He loves the parks. The parks, for the most part, are pretty much free of identity politics. I would say that, obviously, the additions of certain lands to them have uh, kind of shown uh, hypocrite, you know, hippo, uh, hippa hippa hippo, hippopotamus, hypocriticalism. Uh, oh, my, hypocriticalism. What does that mean? That doesn't even make sense. That doesn't even make sense. But I would say that that's the reason why, is because he still loves certain aspects, and he doesn't want to let those go. Asgard, says, last night didn't happen, right? And that's all I'll say on that. <laughs> Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Alex. Uh, Mirror Jeremy says, Imagine if Disney made Chewbacca a blonde in the sequel trilogy. Oh, boy. Good Lord. Uh, said ew, 007 woke. Yep, it is disgusting. Uh, Will Gentry, thank you very much for letting them know. Because, uh, again, there's so much going on. Because I'm bouncing between two chats right now. And so just having it highlight cuz Odin question the reason why it's that is because it highlights orange for me. It's not something shorter like Odin because people might just be talking about me and it would just pop up every single time. So Odin question it makes it be if you really want to get my attention or if you really want to ask a question, then you'll be, you'll you'll be willing to put Odin question. I'm not charging you anything. I'm not asking you to donate. There are many there are many channels out there that only read super chats. John Campia. Great example. Only read super chats. And then apparently he complained because someone had two questions in one super chat and said, oh, each super chat is supposed to be one question. It's like, what? (laughs) Get over yourself, John. Uh, And Peabody, don't worry about it, man, because I think both of them were were trolling in the first place. So I'm not really that concerned about it. (laughs) You're all good, man. You are all good. All right. Well, it looks like I've caught up with the chat. So let me go ahead and start to wrap things up. By shouting out my July patrons real quick. So, a huge shout out to my July patrons Albertus Magnus, Animation Commentator, Baptist 702, Brian P., Chicago Joe 47, Darkstar 57, Captain, uh, Delete System 32, Dion, Edward Coleman, Enrique Evangelista, Entertainment Hacker, Frank the Tank, and the Shawhand Wheaterdaw Clan, Harold Francis, the Hunka Chunka Fungi Monkey, Inflamed Wood, Idra Productions, Jason Clark, Jeffrey Toon, Jonathan Jerembeck, my boy JJ. I saw you in the chat earlier. What's going on, man? Uh, Laura Story, Matthew Kadish, Mitch Dunaway, Mad Mitch, Mr. Peabody, and his evil twin. Orange Hat Reviews, Outpost Dire, Riff Magos, Rosetta Allen, Allen, Shenglong, Sir Lanzalato, Teodora, Theodore Benden, uh, The DJD Show, Those Two Ball Guys, and Tina B. You are all amazing and beautiful people. And let me shout out my Subscribestar subscribers as well. So a huge shout out to US888209FAST, new subscriber over there, Fan Annex of Film, Force Ghost Jeremy, Dean Heiss, Harold Francis, Filming Professor, J-Rod the Beer Guru, um, let's see, Christian J. Murr, Texas Kayla, Rolando Scarfoolery, Nebanon G. Adams, Andreas the K-Man, and Brandon Blick. So thank you very much for being Subscribestar members. If you want to have a chance to be eligible for the July giveaways, I still plan on doing a couple more giveaways for this month. Please become a Subscribestar member for $5 or more. And also, if you plan on doing shopping on this Prime Day, please consider using my affiliate link. Because I get a little kickback from that and it helps out the channel and you don't have to pay anything extra. So I'd appreciate it. But also, if you want to get an Amazon Prime membership free for 30 days, please use my affiliate link as well, which is in the description of this video. Because it means you get it for free for 30 days. And also, it means that it helps me out. So if you want to help out the channel and don't want to pay anything extra, boom. You have a free option right there. Uh, Let's see right here. Gannison says, you are the best YouTuber. Well, Gannison, thank you, man. I really do appreciate that. I I try and show as much love as I possibly can. And also, guys, we're almost at 18K, so tonight's stream, which should start around 6.30 Central Standard Time, we might have an 18K celebration. So I might even do a giveaway to the general public tonight. So stay tuned for that. Grandmaster Masayuda says, Pikachu, Alita, Spider-Man, and John Wick 3, all good films you can enjoy full out. Fun fact, none of them have made by Disney and loved by fans. That's interesting. That is true. All of them were fun for different reasons. And, yeah, none of them made by Disney. Uh, Alice McCarthy, God bless. to you good, sir? Gannison, thank you very much, man. I really do appreciate the love. And to my people over on the D-Lives, I love you guys. You guys are freaking awesome. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you very, very, very much so. And I hope that you're all doing well. But thank you for that lemon as well. All right, guys. So thanks for watching. Please if you plan on buying anything on Prime Day. Use my links. I'd appreciate it. And also have a wonderful day. God bless. And good Lord. God help us all. <laughs>